You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. Future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I am going to be so sad to see her leave. Yeah, well, you have 40 minutes, and that's it. And it will never, it it will never happen again. I will never agree to that again. Isn't there a slim possibility that maybe she'll stick around? I don't even want to hear you even put that into the atmosphere. Has the persona grown on you, though? I mean, look how much attention you're getting. No, I don't care. People are huge fans. It's the wrong kind of attention. Everyone loves it. It's like someone who, like, knows, like, who Jenna Jameson is. Like, yeah, you know who she is, but she's a fucking porn star. I don't need to be known as... As that, as everyone, say everyone loves thick ass Judy. Hello, Judy. this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon, aka Thick Ass Judy, aka the Clown mm-hmm. Juicer. And thank for 38 you. more minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. Of course, we love every one of you that listens to our show. Don't forget, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and subscribe to the live stream uh, for only six ninety nine a month. And there are so many fantastic shows here. There's always something airing, unique that you can only get on. On this station, listen to it anytime in your car, at, at work, on your, on your computer, phone, any, on your phone, anywhere you at like, at home, whatever. You can always tune in to the fun. And of we're always radio constantly network. bringing you new things, new material, new everything. So yes. I mean, just always stay tuned because we do have you know lots of things that we're always putting into the archives and uh, in other spaces. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get access to the archives and the live chat and so many different things. So thank you so much for tuning into that. Also, wanted to give a uh, quick uh, shout out here to one of our wonderful sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, and that is. Asylum, formerly, oh, yeah. formerly known as Sorrells, and so we're you know we've known you know we've been friends with Anton and Deb for years, and so we've been it's like if someone changes their name or something, you know them by a particular name, mm-hmm. it's the exact thing. So like we're so we're learning just like you should that it's now Asylum instead Asylum. of Sorrells. Yes, and they are located on Hawthorne on Thirty Seventh and Hawthorne, right here in Portland, Oregon. So you can go down there anytime you want. We want to encourage people to go to their new Facebook page and like them. So it's Facebook dot com slash PDX Asylum. So all one word A-S-Y-L-U-M P-D-X A-S-Y-L-U-M Facebook.com Slash that And uh, go there and like them And that means uh, Wherever you're listening You can go and like them Even if you're not in Portland But if you are in Portland Go down to the store And check it out So they've got of course You know their newer section Of the store And then their vintage Side of the store Where uh, Anton actually wrote And said they've They just purchased An entire like new stock Of awesome things Awesome Um, Well I mean Every time I go in there There's something new and different And it's Freaking fantastic. Yeah, he said, uh, I'll read exactly what he said. We purchased an entire estate of mid-century modern furniture, ranging from entry level to higher end, so all kinds of different things. And they're slowly going to be making their way into the store, the new uh, the new items. So go in there and take a look at all of that, and then uh, check out the newer side. Always something awesome in there. So definitely um, go check out Asylum Fuck on 37th yeah. and Hawthorne. Like them on Facebook. PDX Asylum. Uh, all right, so we need to just discuss what happened yesterday. So if you didn't hear yesterday's show... And can um, we just also say before this, like, I was... So let's just say, the day before yesterday was my 33rd birthday. Yes. And uh, ended up going out with some friends, having a few many drinks, and yes. I felt... I was firing on about one cylinder yesterday. Yeah, you were. I was exhausted. I felt like garbage. It was like the hungover where I I couldn't even eat because I was just like... It wasn't because I felt like I was going to throw up. I just had no interest in food or life or anything. I just wanted to be here and then go home and go to bed. Yeah. And that's all I wanted. Yeah. So when you you had pitched this idea to me about how this would cancel out our previous bet... I foolishly thought that it would prob- that would be a good idea because right. I wasn't thinking. Well, but you did agree to it. You did agree. So Sarah agreed to for 24 hours, which the 24 hours will end 
in about uh, let's see, about thirty five minutes. Yep. So I get thirty five more minutes of glory. Exactly. She agreed to minutes. on her Twitter page at Sarah X Dylan to change her name to Thick Ass Judy for twenty four hours, and it. Let me tell you. It's been glorious. Greg it has is just been over there so giggling awesome. to himself all the time. Even today. That was all day yesterday. And then even today. I was at home working on some things last night and I got a little stressed out. And then I was like, oh man, I'm so stressed. Wait a minute. I know what'll make me happy. Go look at my timeline and see how many times I can read Thick Ass Judy mentioned you on Twitter. Thick Ass Judy retweeted you. It is amazing. I have been giddy. I, it's been one of the greatest things ever. I, I think this was far better than the previous bet that it got canceled out. I, I, I can only tell you I have been so excited. It's true because now that I'm thinking about it, because everyone says, uh, you know, most of the people agree with you, but some people are like, oh, Sarah, you got off real easy because you don't have to do the pajamas bet. Because the original bet was that I had to wear pajamas, out, pajama pants out in public. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and which would be, like a which would be personally humiliating for me because I... I uh, you know, as as messy as I am, sometimes I do not believe uh, for myself. I never go out of the house uh, in any kind of pajama type clothes. Mm-hmm. I am always fully dressed. Right. I, I do not believe for myself. You wear whatever the fuck you want. I respect the hell out of you. But uh-huh. uh, for me, one of the worst things that I could have thought of until thick ass Judy was that I would have to wear pajama pants out in public and then go to like a fancy bar and have a drink there and not tell anybody why I'm wearing the pajama pants. So right, that was you couldn't the, acknowledge it. So that was the bet from, God, I think like the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl last yeah. year, which I won that bet, and now you finally paid off. So yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw this out there since you've never paid that off. Threw that out, and since you were only firing on one cylinder, you instantly agreed to it. It happened before I could even realize it. I was just like, oh, I'll throw this out. She'll never say yes. And then I was like, oh my God, she said yes. Holy, holy crap, this is actually happening. She changed her name to Thick Ass Judy, and you did, and you accepted it. Now, you haven't changed it. You, I have You've it. honored your bet. I have. You've honored, you've honored uh, your side of this, absolutely. And I, it's been one of the greatest things I've seen in, in a lot. I have not stopped laughing. Nope, I have there was not no, I didn't tell anybody on Twitter why I changed my name. People, no, I got no. weird messages no. from people, like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, no, nothing, everything's fine. <laughs> so what was it like, a day in the life of Thick-Ass Judy, Sarah? Oh my god, well, Thick-Ass Judy is uh, very popular, Yeah, is what I'm finding out. Oh yeah. I think I got uh, over, I don't know, 30 plus new Twitter followers, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't know if it's because of the name. Or the fact that I got a Juggalo group uh, twisted to retweet you? Oh, my God. Or you got twisted to retweet me? Other other Juggalos to write me? <laughs> there were Juggalos writing me? I don't even... Like, I just... I, it was like, a, it was like a, a car crash. I couldn't look away from it. That's why I'm like, I know I can't change this, and it's really embarrassing. I'm just going to try and do this with the... Oh, God. I think when twisted, when you got them to write back, that was... <laughs> Because I don't think it, the funniest thing about that, too, was so what I wrote to uh, Twisted, which if you don't know what they are, they are a, a juggalo type group. They're affiliated with Insane Clown Posse. And I wrote them thing that saying one of your biggest lets, uh, which is short for juggalette, which is a fan of that kind of thing. One of your biggest lets, thick ass Judy at Sarah X Dillon just had a birthday yesterday. Can we get a retweet? And they did retweet it. And the thing that was funny to me, though. Was uh, so they called it out saying that, um, and there's been so many mentions of thick ass Judy that now I'm just trying to scroll through back to find this. Uh, they, they they weren't thrown off by the fact that your name was thick ass Judy. They were thrown off by the fact that you <laughs> didn't follow them. So that was the only thing that bothered them. Thick ass Judy is so 
it was so easily accepted into the juggalo culture that it's it is it is a juggalo culture name like yeah. if you look up juggalo i mean like that is that is exactly uh, by the way, Google image search uh, Thick Ass Judy. If you use Thick Ass as one word in this thing, and um, your image pops up. It does your not. Picture, your picture it shows up It does fucking not. I am not kidding. You dick. Are you serious? Uh, you, if you use Are Thick you Ass kidding? as... Are you kidding? This is going to haunt if me. You, if you use Thick Ass thick Judy as one word and Judy as a second word, go to the image search. Bam. Now I'm on there too, but they're not going to think that I'm Thick Ass Judy. Oh my it's God. It's a picture of you. It's a picture of Sarah X. Dillon. That's thick ass Judy. Oh, there's more than one. God yeah, damn it! Yeah, and that's the other thing I discovered. There's more than one thick ass Judy out there. No, I... there's more than one picture of me under thick ass Judy. <laughs> what the hell? How did you even come up with that name? Uh, what, what's I wrong just with made you? it up off the top of my head. This was a long time ago when we were when I was obsessed with Juggalos. Probably over a year ago. I was just trying to think of cool Juggalo names. I mean, the full name is Thick Ass Judy, aka the Clown Juicer, which you, you didn't put Clown Juicer on there. But still. You didn't. That wasn't one of the requirements. If you would have said that, I probably would have done it. But I know because I didn't expect you to accept mm-hmm. it. I didn't expect it, so I was like, "Oh God, I, I, I've, I feel like I won, but I also failed because I could have gotten you to do so much more." It's true. So much more, and I've learned my lesson on that. Yeah. And well, uh, I'm just taking what I'm saying for now is that I'm taking that off the table. That's not going to happen again. What you're not. Never again? Never again that'll be able to happen? Are you sure you don't want to just adopt it and keep it? No, because you know what? I think Thick-Ass Judy had her time and place, and I think that time and place is done. Because there's, you know, you don't want people to get tired of it. It's like a, it's been a joke, and it was, and it was ha-ha. It was, it was just fucking funny. And now we need to move on from Thick-Ass Judy. Well, we'll move on in a half hour. 29 minutes, actually. 29 minutes. I'm calculating this. Right now, though, it's still there. Yeah. So that is uh, (laughs) who you are. That is your name for the next 29 minutes. You, what, the thing that concerns me the most aren't the people that wrote me to ask why I changed it. It was the people that didn't write to ask. Like, they're just assuming, <laughs> like, they look at this and they're like, oh, Sarah. Well, I mean, clearly I know most people think I'm kind of insane. Yeah. But I mean, but I, I, th- I think maybe my, my biggest concern is that uh, the lack of questioning, because I didn't explain Mm-hmm. Why it was changed Yeah On Twitter So like All the people that follow me Just see And the thing is A lot of those people The people like you Peripherally know Or don't listen to the show Or somehow you know them From other walks of life They're never gonna they're, They don't know They don't know They don't know why Your name is Thick Ass Judy On Twitter That all of a sudden Oh Okay What's going on with Sarah This is kind of weird Have you guys seen this I mean I don't want to Bring anything up But it seems like Something's happening over there uh, Maybe I don't know There's like a Meltdown or something along these lines. I don't know. I don't even know what people expect me to be like anymore. Quite honestly. Well, you, <laughs> I met somebody, you're adopting the persona of thick ass Judy. I met somebody uh, last week uh, after I'd been out with some friends, and he was just like, "Oh, I have to like." He wrote me a message on Facebook, like, "I have to say, uh, I was not disappointed. You're just as big of a trip in in person as you are on the show." I'm like, somebody wrote that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh great. <laughs> so not only do I, and it wasn't a, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't a a, a compliment. <laughs> Oh. Sort of thinking, it's like, oh yeah, you're just a, you're just as big of a, a trip in real life as I, you know, as I thought you might have been. I'm like, oh wow. I wrote back. I'm like, thanks. Oh <laughs> yeah. So imagine what that person's telling all their other friends. I know they're just like, yeah. oh, and then like, you know, what if they follow me on Twitter? And then there's like, dude, that chick. I saw her like right before the breakdown last week, and now she's calling herself thick ass Judy. Oh, it's so wonderful. 
It's just wonderful. Okay, well, it's going to be over uh, All right, in less than a half hour now, so 27 minutes. All right, so Enjoy make sure you go on Twitter right now if you are listening live, at Sarah X. Dillon. Nobody needs make to sure put, you st- say a few more things no. to pick-ass Judy. Let, let everyone know, just to get a... I've taken as many screen caps as I possibly could of, uh, of everything that's going on with it, so... Go ahead and go ahead and, and, and try to tweet something to her. Maybe shoot. Maybe we can get her to retweet you, uh, so you get too can have a thick ass Judy mentioned you. Or if people are you. okay, but for the next twenty seven minutes while we're talking on the mm-hmm. show, I, whoever writes to me, I will retweet whatever it is that they write to me. Awesome for the next twenty seven minutes. Awesome, and then. I'm leaving Twitter alone. That's it. It's done after okay. that. Okay. I can't wait to move on from this. So anyway, I'm feeling a hell of a lot better today. You know how I haven't been sleeping yes. all week? Mm-hmm. I slept for like 10 hours last night. Oh, well, congratulations. I, fe- I feel uh, human for like the first time in a week. That's good. Today. That's good. Yes. Yes. Which means, of course, it's in time for Friday, which means I'm going to dehumanize myself again tonight. Okay. Probably. Well, as a, yeah. as a clown juicer does. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then this weekend, I'm super excited because... Not only am I doing something, Greg, yes. but you are as well. Yes, indeed. All right, so we've talked about before how Greg, you know, considers himself to be a thespian of sorts. He is he is an actor. Yeah. And every time that, you know, that uh, I've been, you know, like an extra I wouldn't go with thespian because that, that makes it sound like I, I do stage shows and stuff like that. No, I do commercials. I do... I do shoots that pay money. There you go. That's what I. He likes the things for. that pay money. Yeah. No stage. Stage. That's a whole other animal. Okay. Well. Um, so yeah. So that being said, like that's Greg's kind of you know second job sometimes, and then mm-hmm. sometimes, of course, we've talked about this before. If you are a subscriber to our wonderful network, you know, of course, well, and you're a lover of amazing food and Portland culture. You know, Lisa Wood, proprietor of Big Ass Sandwiches. She hosts Play Anything on the mm-hmm. network. Yep. And uh, so, of course, Lisa works for Big Ass Sandwiches, and not works for it. She owns it, and I. I sometimes work for Lisa. Yes, you will work for Big Ass Sandwiches mm-hmm. every now and then. So from time to time, I love doing it. I love every single person that works there. It is so much fun to do it. I I, I love putting together the sandwiches and doing all the stuff. I love everything about it. It's a lot of ass in this show today. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, I didn't even I, see. I've heard that name so many. Let's go times from now. thick ass to big ass. <laughs> Sorry, people are writing horrible. Yeah, don't ever say that again. Okay, people are writing horrible things that I said I would retweet. <laughs> uh, Tony just wrote uh, This is no joke That ass is nice I'm retweeting that <laughs> Alright Whatever um, So yeah So that being said So this weekend Is a huge uh, uh, Soccer game If you guys are fans Of the Portland Timbers Yes They are playing this weekend Against the Sounders The Seattle Sounders Which there's a huge Huge rivalry It's a big rivalry like, there's, it, It's like punching in the face Rivalry it's, it's one of the biggest rivalries I would say In, in big sports you mm-hmm. know, in, uh, I mean Obviously there's Things that are more popular than soccer, but the Timber Sounders rivalry—it's legit. It's a—it's a legitimate. It's, like, it's the most passionate rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, at least in Major League Soccer. I it mean, is. so much so that uh, when the Sounders come to town, they have a separate entrance and a separate section. Yeah. And the Timbers fans and the Sounders fans cannot be mm-hmm. in the same section together. It's big enough that actually other teams taunt Seattle about Portland because there was a post that came out so Seattle Sounders were playing at the Colorado Rapids and to get in the Sounders heads the Colorado Rapids fans started chan- chanting uh, Portland's better <laughs> Portland's better at them so that's it's it's a big deal in that world yeah. and it's going to be a big deal here in Portland well and one of the things that uh, Big Ass Sandwiches does is uh, you know they don't do it but they were selected by uh, PG Park that's what it is, right? PG. Uh, it's uh, Jeldwin Field. Jeldwin Field. God yes. damn it. Jeldwin Field. All these Formerly PG Park. All these places are changing up all their names. Yes. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, 
Because Sandwiches was chosen as a food cart to kind of represent Portland food carts for uh, four games for the season. So, like, one food cart's picked. And so Lisa and Brian get to pick which game they want. So, of course, they want to do, like, the Big Sounders one. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is so awesome. Yeah. It is so much fun to go and watch it. So, anyway, I am going to be working that this weekend, uh, as I have many times before. And uh looks like they were going to need a little bit of extra help because it's going to be super fucking crazy busy this weekend. So, lo and behold, guess who's going to be making sandwiches alongside with me? Yes, indeed. Mr. Greg Nibbler. I shall be working down there at the Big S Sandwiches. This is going to be weird. Now, I have some questions, too. So, yeah, this has always been your thing. I've never I've never worked at Big S Sandwiches before. Um, but I want to ask, so so is the, do they have the full cart there, or are they in an actual No, booth? we're actually, it's or really like cool. Or like a restaurant setting? It's in, so basically there's a restaurant. Like one of the food stall things? It's a food stall thing, but it's a big one. So it's okay. basically in the, never eat soggy, in the southeast corner of... Jeldwin Field. Okay. And so it's up there. It's up on like the, I don't, I don't know, like up above the field, basically. And it's in the corner and it's awesome because you get like basically you're running the entire kitchen. There's going to be like about, I don't know, 10 of us all around a table. It's super, it's hot and sweaty. You're wrapping sandwiches. You're putting fries on things. It is a lot of work and it is so much fun. I haven't worked in a kitchen like that since I was in... God, like high school. That's when I when I worked at the country club and uh, I managed the snack bar by the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the last time I probably worked in a restaurant setting. Oh, this is I haven't really done that since then. Yeah, it is. It so, is stressful and fun. So what what can I expect here? What am I going to be doing? Am I going to be like running the money? Do I do, am I no, a face no, no. person? You don't. You're do not I get to face. be the face person to like go talk to people? You know what you are. You are a sandwich making minion, and that is all that you are. Oh, you mean you I, are- wait? But I figured I would be kind of like you know the the guy out there. You know, bringing people in and making people feel comfortable. There will be no... well, hello, I'm Greg, representing Big Ass Sandwiches. You know, put me out in front so everybody can see. There will be nobody there that you're going to have to try and reel in for Big Ass Sandwiches. Wait, I'm not going to be out in front? No, you're going to be in the back with all of us next to a a super hot, scalding um, fryer. And it's going to be about 100 degrees, and there are two big pots of cheese on either side. You're going to burn yourself multiple times. Oh, you mean I'm not going to be, like, talking to the people to try to... Oh. No, you are going to okay. be you're 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 down in the trenches with us. Oh, see, so that's why I'm kind of worried because I want you to to know, like I know that you understand what it's like in the acting world, but I don't think you really know what it's like to be like in the restaurant business again. Like I don't think that you really recall. What I'm gonna I'm gonna make so I'm gonna be making sandwiches. Yeah, you make sandwiches. You don't talk. You're not you're not some kooky eccentric guy. You're in there and you're making sandwiches and you're making them for hours without a break because the line never ends. Oh, and you just make sandwiches. Okay, and it is so fun. It's fun? It's super fun. Okay. Well, everybody who works there is fun, but I mean, just be aware that you're going to be, you're probably going to get uh, cheese all over you. You're going oh, to be covered okay. in cheese. Oh. All right. But see, but if I'm out front, then I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but you're not somebody... allowed up out front. Okay. No. All right. You're going to be in the back. Okay. So I'm going to be making sandwiches. What What? What do I do? How do I, what am I making? Like, how do I even know what you're to do? You're making big ass sandwiches. How do I even know what to there do? There is, a, it is a process. I'm, uh, and you know what? I'm going to say, like, you better get your shit together. What do you because, mean? Because Brian Woods, the one that, um, Brian, who's Lisa Woods' amazing husband, good mm-hmm. friend of ours, um, he's a friend when he's not working. Yeah. Brian is not your friend when he's working. I've never been around him in that kind Dude, of situation. you keep your mouth shut and you do your job well, and you I do it well. I mean, I could imagine. Yeah. No Brian sassing. would terrify me if he was yeah. uh, angry. Um, Just stay out of the way because it's a very small kitchen and everyone's t- pushing around oh a huge ton of like, they're carrying around like gallons of fries and you have to get out of the way. There's hot, uh, you know, grease everywhere. Well, I mean, the floor is slippery. You have to wear good shoes because you're standing there around a table for about six hours. Oh, Jesus. I mean, just like, 
you know, the the podcast when we formed this, this, this is our baby. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. I don't want to mess this up. What yeah. am I going to do then? Don't fuck with their baby, Greg. Oh, God. Don't you fuck yeah, with their baby. Yeah, but if I'm having to make the sandwich, what if I put and the wrong thing to, on there? How also, many fries do I put on there? I don't know. You have to wrap it properly, too, because that's oh, what you'll geez. be doing, too, is the sandwich wrapping. And if you don't, Brian will give it back to you and say, do it again. That's really? not good enough. Mm-hmm. He's done that to me. What? How do I know how to it wrap has to it right? Pre- it has to be presented properly. No, and I understand. They That's take, their business, take, but well, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn quick, and you're going to have to learn efficiently, and you're going to have to learn to make sure that you do it 100% every time. See, this is why I'm better as a face guy out front. Mm-mm. Then I, I can't mess gotta anything sure up. Got to make sure you just... put the proper amount of fries on, the cheese. Oh, uh, got to make sure as you're wrapping, you also have to remember, because there are sandwiches everywhere, and you're all trying to wrap them, you have to remember what kind of meat it is. Or else you're going to have to unwrap it, and then if you unwrap it and you crinkle the paper and Brian doesn't like the way it looks, then you have to un- dismantle the entire thing, rewrap it again, therefore slowing down the process, and everybody gets pissed at you. Oh, no. Yeah. Everybody's going to be pissed off at me? I'm not saying they're, they're going to be pissed, but they'll be disappointed. Because you're there to work, not to get in the way. So yeah. let's try and work at that. Well, I, I haven't even done anything wrong yet before you're accusing me of this. I, I should be able to handle this. I just, um, so who's working under me? Who do I tell what to do? You are, you are the lowest of the low. Actually, I am above you, I think, at this point. Because I've worked, I've worked for Big Ass Sandwiches probably for the past, what, like a couple of years? Wait, I don't have anybody to tell what to do? You don't, you are sitting in the corner. You know what? I have like inside jokes and stuff with all my friends that I've worked with. You don't know. Anybody. Oh great! So you guys are all going to ostracize me and then Pretty blame much. everything wrong on me? It's going on to be the new hilarious. guy. I'm the new guy. Oh man! Yeah, if you do anything wrong, I'm telling Brian that it was your fault. Oh! If I do anything wrong, I'll be like, this is- "Oh, Greg's sorry. He just doesn't really know what he's doing. He's not really getting this." <sighs> I can get it. I'll figure it out. I'll be just fine. But not. It's not going to work out though. If all you guys are like like blaming me and then you're going to ostracize me, you have your own jokes. Great. And then so this is going to be something where you're all you guys all go for your break and you leave me behind and nobody talks to me because I'm the new guy and nobody wants to be associated with the new guy. Oh man. No, nobody's really going to want to hang out with you. Ah, boy. Great. Great. Are you guys all going to make fun of me the entire time? Is this what happens? Is this how you treat people? Um. Yes. Yeah, it's brutal. I'm not saying that it's uh, that it's easy. <sighs> All right, well, fine. You know what? I I still want to do it. I just I want to work you. there. I'm excited to work there, but uh, I'm just saying this is. <sighs> you guys have inside jokes. What's an inside joke? Give, give me some tips. Give me some tips. What's something I can I do can't to fit I, in? No, I'm. You know what you would do to. Uh, to not fit in is ask for private jokes over a broadcast frequency. Like what you're asking me to tell you some of the inside jokes I have with people that I respect that okay. I love working with. Okay, fine. I'm not going to, I'm not going to share their personal anecdotes about personal things about themselves. This is why you don't have any friends. All right. All right. Fine. Well then what, what, uh, give me, give me some other tip then. Maybe not, uh, maybe not to in, inside joke. Obviously. Okay. I have to earn those, but what, uh, what, what's a tip for me? Give me uh, some guidance. Uh, keep your mouth shut. All right. And listen to what you're told. This sounds like I'm being an extra now in uh, It is. On a movie set. This is exactly what you are, Greg. You're an extra in the kitchen in the food world. So don't say anything, don't look anyone in the eyes. And just do what you're told. And don't get in the way. Have this I is totally it? reminding me of this. Actually someone just mentioned this in the chat and do you remember this? I'm the sous chef here. With any luck I should be head chef by next year. I've got this amazing fiance. Who I won't be marrying this weekend. Because I'm about to be in a terrible accident. But really, I should have cleaned up the grease over there. And they should never put the deep fryer so close. Oh my god! Don't be her, Greg. I don't want to get 
hot grease all over They're me. They're carrying bowls of hot grease. Like it's holy a, shit, dude. That, no, it is an organized. It is an organized. It's organized chaos. At what is what it is because there is so much. There are people. There are the park employees, the president of uh, of Jeldwin Field. Like they have uh, people running their people in, like asking, saying, like the president of Jeldwin wants three sandwiches right now. He wants like two turkey, one uh, one roast beef. Need them right now. Go extra cheese, no fries. Blah blah blah. Like you have to do it, and you have to do it while you're handling all of the rest of the other orders. Oh, while you're making sure that the cheese doesn't run out, while you make sure that the fries are all cut. I have to operate blades, too? You're not operating any blades. I kind of want to operate the blades. The real people do those jobs, Greg. Oh. You're the extra, remember? You're just there to look pretty and fold sandwiches and not fuck up. You know what your goal should be on Sunday? What? Just don't fuck up. But how do I know if I'm not fucking up if I don't... Am I at risk of having hot grease spilled all yes. over me? Is that like a prank? Is this one of the inside jokes you guys do to the new people? No, no. You burn them with grease? Well, you will get burned with grease. I will? You will get burned with grease. You will be covered in cheese sauce. You will go through about... I have an audition on Monday. I can't be burned with grease. You will go through about, I would say, 10 pair of plastic gloves, because you wear gloves the Do entire time. Do I have to wear a mask so I can protect... No, you don't wear a mask. Protect my face? But what I'm saying is, like, some, the cheese is so hot that it melts through the gloves sometimes. Oh, Jesus. So I mean, my I, hands are p- featured in the audition I have. What can I say, hand model? I don't know, George Costanza. Oh, are you going to sabotage me? Is this something I have to worry about? Basically, essentially, no. What you're but if is, I ask everybody, if, if we could, if nobody's going to fuck, everyone's working. Nobody's going to fuck with you. The only thing I'm concerned, I think you're your own worst enemy. By the way, <sighs> do I have to operate the fryer? No. God, no. They have real employees for that. Well, I've operated fryers before. I ran a kitchen myself, actually, for two years. So, maybe... If if by kitchen, you mean the hot dog stand at the pool. It wasn't a hot dog stand. We had full fryer and oven and, and, and grill and all of that stuff. And I made milkshakes and... And I had to run all the money and all that stuff. So maybe maybe I could ask... um, You know what? The more I'm thinking about this, this is a bad idea to have you come in there. What do you mean? I mean, because the floor's slippery. Like you, because I've learned. Because basically, one of the things in operating in a small area is that you learn how to kind of uh, like work with each other. Like, there's kind of a, a, an ebb and flow that you work with when you're like passing people or someone's like coming through with a hot plate or something. You know when to stop moving. You know not to react. Well, I know how not to walk into people that have no. Hot but you things. don't know, but you don't have like the rhythm going on there. Like, you don't know what to do. Like, you're gonna be like all spastic, and then you're probably gonna be wearing the wrong shoes, and then like you never tie your shoes properly, so then your shoelace is gonna be untied, and you're gonna slip on a vat of grease, and then you're gonna fall there, and then you're My gonna. Shoelaces ruin are always untied. They are. You should triple knot them. And also make sure that you have traction on your shoes because there's grease back there. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, these shoes are... Okay. Do I have to wear, like, boots? Do I need to wear, like, a... Do I, do I wear long sleeve shirts, I'm assuming? No, it's, it's like 100 degrees. You don't But then I'm going to burn my arms. You will. But what about my addition? I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know. Okay. But this you've is... already committed, so you're not backing out. I mean, your your head is counted. You're, you're there in the kitchen with all of us. By the way, 12 minutes and counting to keep off uh, Big Ass Judy. Oh, if, believe you me. Thick Ass Judy, excuse me. Big Ass Judy, Big really. Ass Judy. <laughs> Thick Ass Judy, right there on... Uh, yeah, so uh, just as a side note, if you uh, are going to be at the game on Sunday, uh, the side door's open, so if we're not super busy, we could at least uh, wave and say hi to you. Okay. But actually, but don't distract. Say hi to me. Don't say hi well, to me. Well, now, Greg. let me ask this, though. So, can I use no. any ability, like, if there's, uh, you know, since the president's getting free sandwiches. No. Do I get to use this advantage, like, if there's some, you know, there's some, there's some nice-looking ladies that come down and uh, watch the Timbers games. Does that mean that I can offer a free sandwich to them? 
or I can barter. Because my last experience, actually, I, I did, that wasn't the only time. I did, uh, you know, of course, work at the ice cream stand, the Tillamook ice cream stand at the Oregon State Fair when I worked there for the football team and for the drama team. And so what I would do is take the ice cream. That was our commodity. And I'd go around and barter with the other places and exchange that for, like, you know, Chinese food or pizza or whatever I wanted. And then I'd bring them uh, free ice cream. So do I get to go around and barter with the sandwiches? No, because they're not your sandwiches. It's like you bartering our podcast. Like, that's if, if you want to barter something, you barter your property. Oh, this so there's no bartering. There's no bartering. You are a hired hand. You're literally hired, burned hands. Oh. You won't Typically people don't get burned But I know you And you can't even like Walk through a doorway Without banging into it So I'm just saying I think this is going to End poorly for you I don't get to barter Alright but what if What if it's a really good looking chick Though that comes up there So then you know Maybe I can just be like more Hey You know what Maybe you should ask Brian Wood I'd love to hear him Answer that question No I don't No no, I don't even. I want, could shoot. I could shoot. I don't even want to hear. Right no, now. I don't even want Brian hearing me talk about this right now. I hope he's not listening right now, Brian. I'm, don't be mad at me. Do you want me to send Lisa a message no. just to ask? Uh, no. Well, here I'll just write her now and ask uh, if you were wondering if it's okay to give free sandwiches to cute girls in lieu of getting a date with them. <laughs> you want me to? This is what I'm going to write. Okay. No, not in lieu of. That would be for for that purpose. No, don't. No, so don't. So that write, way Lisa. you're pros- you're you're prostituting. Wait, are you are you paying prostitutes with sandwiches? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I give them a sandwich. And then they'll go on a date with you? That's like the yeah. saddest thing I've ever heard. Well, no, it's just a barter system. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's pure economics. You know, I have a commodity they want. <laughs> something I'm interested in. So, you know, it's a, it's a trade. And it's an exchange of services between two consenting adults. Wow. I cannot, and you know what, Greg? I know that you're joking. But this is the kind of shit that I'm going to bring up in the kitchen. No. No, because they're, <laughs> they're so not going to know if I'm joking. Yeah, you're screwed. Oh, no. Depends on, yeah, you better be nice to me this weekend. I don't know. Uh, following on the on the trail of this thick-ass, the tail of this thick-ass Judy thing, I don't know how nice I'm feeling right now. <laughs> uh, I just retweeted uh, something that uh, was mentioned to at thick-ass Judy. So. Thick-ass Judy. For nine more minutes. For nine more minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so glorious. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. All right. All right. Well, did you want to do some ball talk? Do you want me to do a little bit of World of Crazy? Um, I, I can do some ball talk. I All can right. do some ball talk. It's, it's short ball, And we so. have a... But do we... What? Today's another bet. We, there's a game coming up this weekend, isn't there? This is what we got to talk about. Okay. Well, do you want to wait? Let's wait until this bet runs out because I want to milk every second of... Okay. Maybe I shouldn't use milk and then talk about thick ass duty. It no, it's really gross. Those two words shouldn't really don't, go together in the same sentence. Milk that. No. Oh, whoops. That's the wrong one. Sorry, I was just so excited about you doing ball talk that I totally just picked the wrong opening. Eight minutes. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it is short, supple balls today because mainly we want to make sure and give a big shout out. Today's ball talk is dedicated to Thick Ass Judy. Oh, I hate you. AKA the Clown Juicer. Stop it. Big fan of ball talk. You can find her on Twitter at Sarah X Dillon. I know at Greg Nibbler's uh, mentioned Thick Ass Judy a few times. If you look at my timeline, it's pretty much all. People are actually going to think I'm kind of messed up too because I, I only. <laughs> I'm going to retweet is, and talk you do about look the gas creepy. Duty. <laughs> the gas duty at Big Ass Sandwiches this weekend at the Timbers game. 
Speed of which, so the Portland Timbers taking on the Seattle Sounders. Big implications for the playoffs with this game. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big matchup, and uh, maybe there will be some fights. I don't know what happens. I don't know what's gonna be going on with this thing, but I will be there along with thick ass Judy serving sandwiches. Thick ass Judy will be ass. there for the next seven minutes, and then it'll be Sarah X. Dillon. Make sure you walk up to her and call her thick ass. Oh, because that'll end well. I actually don't. Uh, th- nobody call me thick. I actually sent co- text messages to some of. Uh, some of my friends that were going to be a little bit late on hearing the show because they, they don't listen for till it's like the day afterwards to make sure they were aware that you were thick ass Judy. Oh, no. I got many uh, messages from friends saying like, haha, just so you know, you're saved to my phone now as thick ass Judy. Yeah, former roommate Ryan does that now. So anytime you, you call or text him, it's going to come up as from thick ass Judy. Uh, so, yeah, Portland Timbers taking on Seattle Sounders this weekend, Sunday at Joe Winfield. Um, moving on. It is a, it is a rival week. Rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend. Say that five times in a row. Rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend. No, that last one didn't count. No, that that kind of did it. Yeah. It was still good enough. Uh, and uh, a lot of this is in college football, of course. So uh, that's where we're going to go with this short, supple, supple ball talk. We'll talk about this. So the Texas Longhorns going to be taking on the Oklahoma Sooners in the Red River rivalry. Which is their big game that they play every year. And uh, Oklahoma's going to win that. I'm not even going to put that one into the predictions. Mm-hmm. But um, two other big matches. First up, University of Oregon taking on University of Washington. Wait, or- are you picking one? I thought you don't... No, I'll make my predictions afterwards. But I'm talking about the... This is a big deal. Oh, okay. Well, I know it's a big deal. I thought that maybe you were going to make a, a, a declaration. No. I know you don't usually do U of O and OSU. No, I don't do those two schools. Why don't you just, why don't you just change it up today? Just take a no. chance. No. Mm-mm. Especially not on these kind of games where it's Oregon-Washington. I'm not making any predictions because no matter what, if I say Oregon's going to win and they don't, I'm going to get Oregon so many angry win. So many angry emails. No. Mm-mm. I won't do it. All right, so you don't think Oregon's going to win is what you're saying. That's not what I said. Wait, I just said Oregon, Oregon's totally going to win. You said, uh-uh. All right, so Greg is just University saying right of now. University Oregon, the number two team in the country, visiting number 16 Washington up in Seattle. It's a big enough game that it is uh, deemed the biggest game in the land for this weekend by uh, ESPN's uh, game day, which is a thing where the college game day, they go around to a different city, a different campus every week. The game they think is the biggest game of the weekend, and this weekend it is Washington versus Oregon. So they're going to be up there broadcasting. It is a very big game. First kind of real test that Oregon's going to have. Washington's a good team. I don't know if they're better than Oregon, though. But uh, that is that is one of the games that's happening. With that, though, if you do watch the game on television, note... Oh, I mean, ev- kind of everybody always does this anyway when they show the Oregon cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Oregon has some very beautiful women cheerleading for them. But there's going to be something very disturbing about them this this weekend, and that is this. The Oregon cheerleaders are going to have special contact lenses with Oregon logos oh, the on their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can look this up. There's a... There's a post about it. I'll see if I can find that They're again. It's totally going to look like the yellow-eyed demon from Supernatural. Oh, dude, it's creepy. There's like four or five different versions of it, and so when they when they do the close-ups of the cheerleaders in between the like in between quarters or going to commercials, take a good look at their eyes. Okay. It is disturbing. Here, I'll see if I can maybe. Can Here, you I find can a find picture it. Yep. it? Yeah. All right. Post so, that into the Oregon cheerleader eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is very disturbing. So that is something that is going to be. Uh, that's going to be happening. So that's the Oregon-Washington game. Also, and I'll make my predictions on the regular game. Actually, why don't we do this? I'm going to make my predictions on the rest of the games first. And then, 
We'll talk about something else big that's oh, happening. Okay. References, Sarah. Now, uh, so Sarah, as is customary, I am going to send you this link here so that you too will get to pick a game that I will make prediction on. But there will be okay. three different games, three different games that I uh, make my predictions. So first up, spent hours and hours and hours this week. Going over the statistics, analyzing Yes, when were you facts, not going over it? I have no idea. Analyzing the facts of the situation and what is the most important factors in each one of these college football games. A lot of times people from Vegas call me asking about this stuff. First up, Pittsburgh versus number 24, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, you know, they have one loss on their record. Pittsburgh also only one loss, however... Pittsburgh has played fewer games. Virginia Tech trying to trying to battle back up the ACC, taking on taking on Pittsburgh. I believe, though, I know who's going to win. It is Pittsburgh will take down number twenty four Virginia Tech. Pittsburgh getting a big win this weekend. You can go ahead and count that right now. Okay, we have two minutes left for thick ass Judy. I know we do. I'm gonna but okay, okay, fine. Um, game number two. Miami, Ohio versus University of Massachusetts. Both teams winless. One team's going to get a win after this weekend, and that team is going to be Miami, Ohio. Will win this weekend. So there's your two winners so far, Miami and Pittsburgh. Now, Thick-Ass Judy. Thick-Ass Judy, I would like you... You have two minutes. ...to go ahead and uh, pick a team, Thick-Ass Judy, that you would like me to make a prediction on. Pick, pick one game out of that list that I gave you, Thick-Ass Judy. And let's hear what game Thick-Ass Judy cares about the most. I hate you. When she's not out clown juicing. All right. What about... Yes, Thick-Ass Judy? One minute. Uh, wait, what was what was the first game that you had predicted? I predicted... Uh, let's see, Thick-Ass Judy. I took a look. Uh, I predicted Pittsburgh against Virginia Tech. All right. What about... All right, I got it. So how about... Yes, Thick-Ass Judy. Boise State versus Utah State. Boise State versus Utah State. Thick-ass Judy is picking those two schools. Obviously, um, there must be a large juggalo population at one of those schools. But I'm going to guess that school is, in fact, Boise State. So in honor of thick-ass Judy, I am saying your Boise State Broncos, thick-ass Judy, will be victorious this weekend. There will be plenty of clown juicing going around for you. So there you go. Thick-ass Judy. I'm waiting for it to tick. 127. Come on. I have the edit profile up. <laughs> How many clowns can thick ass Judy juice in a one in a weekend? That's like kind of a kind of a riddle right there. Is it like a woodchuck riddle? How many <laughs> How many clowns would thick ass Judy juice if thick ass Judy could juice clowns? I think that's something that maybe you could maybe you could put that onto your Twitter handle right now for the next minute while we're waiting that out, thick ass Judy. Juicing the clowns. Thick ass Judy. There we go. It's 128. I just changed it Did back. It. <laughs> no. Yes. Can I get a retweet in before? You, before? Nope, it's already changed. Ah, damn it. It has changed. 128. I honored my 24 hour bet. <sighs> you did honor it. You did honor it. I should have made it through the weekend. All right. Clown juicing days are done for right now. But if you feel you can feel free to do it, you don't have to have a bet to change your name. Oh, really? To thick ass Judy. That's so That's nice okay. of you. <laughs> Everyone's bidding their farewells to Judy. Oh, damn it! The fun's over now. Mm, no, well, next the next round of fun can begin. Yes, it can because we need to make another bet. Yes, there is a a big match here this weekend of Oregon State versus Washington State. Of yes. course, myself, an Oregon State alum, Sarah, a Washington State alum. Indeed. 
The Stady Schools. Beavers versus well, Cougars. Stadies. They shouldn't pit us against each other. It's kind of mean. Uh, We're well, the it'll underdogs. Be, it'll be sad for Washington State because the Beavers are going to win this weekend. Mm, this isn't even I'm part so of my I'm so glad to thing. hear you say that. Because usually when you say that Washington stuff, State's not a bad school. They're not terrible this year. They're usually they're absolutely awful. Horrendous. Hideous. To even watch on the field. Okay. It's gross. Wait, so then I'm not going to take a bet with you if you say that we're not doing good enough. Why would I take I a bet? I said usually that's how they are. Because you're backing your school. This year, though, Washington State's not actually not too bad. They're not terrible. All They're right, not well, then, awful. Honestly, They're not an abomination. Then, okay, well then honestly, do I have any chance? Yes. There is a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. If you're asking me honestly, yes. You, you promise that you think that there might possibly be yes, a chance. Yes, there, there is. Yes. Oregon State lost to Eastern Washington, a subdivision one school. That's true. And uh, Washington State beat USC. They did. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm saying Washington State's not, they're not terrible. They're, they're, they're honestly not terrible. Okay. But Oregon State isn't terrible either. Oregon State's come back quite a bit from that opening week loss. If they hadn't lost that stupid game, we'd be ranked in the top ten right now, probably. But uh, but we'd lost. So, nonetheless, Oregon State, Washington State. Sarah, we need to make a bet on this. I, of course, am rooting for the Beavers. Are you going to take this bet rooting for the Cougars? I will. I will. So I am, I've been very impressed with the way that they've been playing for the, the little bit of football that I've watched. Okay. Um... Well, I would thought of one bet here because it's right here. One of uh, one of our fine listeners, Mr. Harry Gatto on Twitter, sent uh, Sarah and I a case of Crown Prince sardines in Louisiana hot sauce. Cans of sardines and hey, it's being gift. suggested. Wait, all right. So maybe there needs to be an addendum to this bet. What? Because uh, in the chat, it's being noted that I should be able to take points on this bet if Greg were honest about things. Take points on it? No. What? Is, what is the point spread on it? What is the point spread? I don't know. You see, if you're going to bring this up, you need to know what you're talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. See, well, the then thing we're is, just going to make this bet. No, we're not. No, if it's being pointed out that it isn't being fair. You don't know. No, you're letting people stir things up. All these these people in the chat are stirring things up. Is that what they're doing? Yep. This is like the people when, when I get people to take like shots of hot sauce for a dollar. When I convince people out at bars or somewhere, usually I can find somebody that will do something for a dollar. And then it's their friend that will chime in like, oh, but no, you shouldn't do that. And then they back out of it. That's what you guys are. You're ruining the fun. Damn it. All right, fine. What's the spread? Would you even know how to work that, though, if if I told you, would you even understand? No, I just want somebody else to tell me who I know is honest, who doesn't have anything writing on this. (sighs) Here, I'll see if I... See what the spread is. Mm, I'm not seeing where it is. Maybe somebody can find that. Betting okay. line is Wazoo ne- negative two. Okay, fine. You'll get. That's all it is. All right. You'll get spotted two points. Wait, what? If Washington State loses by one or two points, it, no, it would have to be if Washington State loses by one point, then you get the win. They lose by two points. It's a tie. Okay. All right. But if Oregon State wins by any more than two points, it's an obvious win. Okay. So you get you get basically a one point. Is That's that what your it only says? option. It says two. If if Washington State loses thirty one thirty, 
then you would be granted the win. But if it's okay, but if I'm they lose, you two points. But if they lose thirty-two thirty, then we tied. Yes. And if it's at thirty-three and above, like yeah, okay, all right, I'll take that bet. But wait, first, let's see what we want to do. I'm not doing. The gas duty is dead. That's off the table. Okay, that's, not that's off again. the table. That's fair. Well, what I was saying is we have these sardines here. Oh God, they and have faces, don't they? Probably, yeah. It's a whole fish. I'm sure they're delicious. Do you eat their heads? But I, I'm not a big sardine person. Do you eat their heads? Um, do you eat sardine heads? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. Have you ever? I've never had sardine. Have you yeah. had? Mm-hmm. You eat their heads? Yeah. Like their eyes and mouths and everything. <coughs> you eat their? Do they still look like their heads? Or are they like skinned? Mm-hmm. Or? They got like little smiles. They have little smiles. Yeah. Oh fuck! I don't know. I don't think I could do that. How about this? You've got to eat a can of sardines. No, fuck that. No, 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 no. What about one one sardine out of the can? You have to eat a sardine live on the air. <gasps> oh, I don't know. I don't know. It has a face. Oh, I don't know if I could eat it. I mean, I know I eat meat. I mean, I'm a meat eater. I know this makes me sound like a hypocrite, or whatever the fuck ever. But like to eat its face. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. All right, so if you if you lose, yes, then you eat the whole box. No, no, it's got to be a fair bet, straight across. Yeah, uh, someone's asking, did I eat a goldfish once? It is true. You ate a live goldfish. That's we talked right. about this on the show. Yeah, but, but I, I didn't know. chew gross. on it. Oh yeah, but gross. Yeah. That is way more gross than eating it's a sardine. This is like a, I mean, this actually is a. A delicacy. It is a delicacy, yes. It's a product of Morocco. They're actually, it might not even be, they're probably pretty good. But I know that you don't like this at all, so that's why I want to make you eat a fish. Oh, God. Well, do you not, not, do you like it? Dix, that's not fair. If it's, if I don't want to. Well, then what's your bet? Well, do you. Bring something else to the table. (sighs) All right, I think we should bring the ringtone theme back. A ringtone? Yeah. I've been sent this video multiple times from people who it's like the worst thing I've ever heard. And I'm pretty sure that I think that should make it so. Since you don't dread the sardines like I do, how about I get to make you a ringtone? You have to set a ringtone like immediately of my choosing for one week. Versus you only have to eat a sardine? No, then that goes both ways then. We each get a ringtone. Five days. Five days of a ringtone. And a sardine. So you have to eat a sardine too. If I lose. Yeah. Five days of a ringtone and you eat a sardine. Yes. But the five days starts as soon as I get the ringtone together because I don't really know how to get it from the YouTubes to... You have to get it within (gasps) within a couple of days. You have to... I don't know how to do that. So you're going to ask me to help you Yes If I lose oh, Somebody will help me owned... Yeah you'll find somebody You can figure that part out Alright Five days of a ringtone Of the other person's choosing And you have to eat a sardine You have to eat the sardine live on the air Okay Bet I'm going to shake hands Shake hands on it Come on Backing out of it? Okay. Damn it. That's been made. Yes! I'll have your ringtone ready. Oh, wait. Wazoo negative two means Cougs are a two-point favorite. 
Oh, that does mean that. We already shook on it. Well, yeah, but I read that wrong. Oh, I read that's that, too bad. We I already shook on it. Correctly. We shook no, on then it. I'm spotting nope. you three points. We shook on it. Sorry, Fine. bud. Whatever. All right. Fine. This is why I don't bet. I like, like sports betting. Because you don't know how to read it properly? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly why. Oh, God. So I just spotted you three points. So there's your win right there. You get you got just got three points. You just got a field goal. I, can, I already know I'm going to lose. Sucks. All right. Well, there we go. The bet has been made. Oregon State Beavis. Take the cougar's ass. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I'm already feeling like slightly nauseous thinking about that. Oh, I'm so excited for this game. Let's go, Beavers. Don't make those noises. Welcome to Beaver Country. No, they're going to Cougar Country. No, that's true. Mmm, Cougar Country has the best cheeseburgers in the world. It's in Pullman. Call it Cougar Cunt. That's what it was called in high school. In college. Classy. It's a classy. That would be like, hey, let's go get some cheeseburgers at the Cunt. That's what everyone called it. Classy school, that Washington It's sure. Hey, I never said it was classy. I said it was fun. <laughs> There's a difference. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Also, uh, Chad, I know you sent me that video. Could you please to be putting that in the chat again? Because I want to play the ringtone that I'm going to play for Greg that I'm going to put on his phone. So if you could put the guy, the duck guy. You know the saddest thing ever? What? It's going to... Going to Sarah Stillen's Twitter account and just says Sarah. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's depressing. All right, well, oh! Did I already say my thing? No. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <gasps> Greg, first up. Well, this actually made me feel a little bit better. because so, so here's the thing. So we've talked about the fact we're both stateies. We both went to state schools. Yeah. And, you know, as I'm talking about, you Which, know. By the way, University of Oregon and Washington are state schools as well. I know, but we have the state in it. That always yeah. makes us, like, lesser rung for some reason. Even no. though we're still the same. I don't know why you feel that way. Whoa, you're defensive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, Beaver. Whoa. No, their football program is ranked a lot higher. I'll give them that. Let's move on. So what I'm saying is that just because some schools are deemed smarter or fancier doesn't mean the people that are going to them aren't stupid. This story comes from Yale University. Yale. Oh, Yale. I went to Yale. I'm doing a nose thing. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're doing there. Yale University is on the lookout and hoping to solve a case of whodunit by identifying the person who has been pooping in the laundry on campus by sticking human feces inside of clothes dryers while clothes are drying. Oh, that's mean. The culprit has been dubbed. This is on Yale's campus. Yale University. That's messed up. This is not from WSU. This is from Yale University. The culprit, who is now being called the poopetrator, (laughs) (laughs) is being blamed for at least four incidents, four separate incidents, at different locations in dormitories in the past month. At Yale University. 
So, uh, let's see, uh, someone who was... Let's see, someone who worked for the university told the Yale Daily News that uh, we're trying to stop this, and we have students, uh, we ask students now not to leave their laundry unattended. Uh, the affected machines have all been thoroughly disinfected, and we are actively seeking information about who the perpetrator might be. That sucks, because that means somebody was in there pulling their clothes out of the dryer unaware, being like, and it's oh, hot what's this? Too. What's like this it's a hot dryer. What smells so bad? Oh! It's hot, which means it probably like, liquefies it. all over it. everything. Oh, God. That is oh. fucked up. Uh, Yale police are investigating. Officials at the Ivy League school are also considering uh, changes to laundry room access. Uh, so a woman by the name of Lucy Fleming was one of the first victims. She opened a dryer in the laundry room and found her clothes soiled by human feces. Somebody had also urinated oh. on them. She oh. tried to rewash them, but they were all ruined. Oh, really? They were Fle- ruined? Yeah, Fleming, in a quote to the Yale Daily News, said, I simultaneously wanted to throw up, cry, and punch someone. Yeah. The suspect apparently struck again this past weekend by hanging up a clothesline with soiled clothes in a courtyard. How do they get away with that with no one seeing it? I don't know. So they took somebody's clothes out of the dryer and hung them up, pooped on them, and then, and then put hung them, on a... them up and displayed them. Wow. Uh, so apparently the university has received two emails from somebody claiming to be the perpetrator. And uh, the name that the person signed this is just really weird. Uh, the name on the emails is signed uh, Coprophiliac, which uh, coprophilia is, an ab- uh, is defined as an abnormal interest in fecal matter. How do they know that it's human poop? I don't know. Just out of curiosity. I don't know. I don't... I mean, come on. If you see a poop on the street, you know if it's like dog or well, human. I don't spend too much time looking at poops on the street, honestly. I don't I don't stare at it too much. There, I'm just saying you can tell if there is a human poop. Plus, I mean, there are humans in the building. Why would it be dog poop? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying... Keelan has saying, been in town, right? He's saying, just for the record, I have nothing to do with this. Well, sounds like something a perpetrator would say. Yeah. He is the master of perpetration. I mean, you would kind of deny it, wouldn't you? I mean, I'm not saying he did. Clearly, he probably didn't do it. I mean, we can't 100% rule out that Keelan isn't the perpetrator. I mean, not really. No, I mean, it hasn't been proven. I mean, it hasn't been... I mean, it hasn't been disproven. It's it's highly unlikely. It's highly unlikely. I mean, just because it hasn't been proven doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to be disproven, even though... Well, you know, if we, we can 100% sure. disprove it, then that I would mean, probably... I mean, I haven't seen him for a couple of days, so it's highly possible he could have taken a flight. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying it's theoretically possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be like, close-minded of you to not believe in the possibility yeah, of Yeah, exactly. That. So, we'll put him in the suspect list. Unlikely suspect. Next up. I haven't had one of these stories in a while, and it's actually from Washington State. So, uh, gosh, I guess it's a couple... I have two disorder stories in a row. Weird disorder stories. Weird people with disorders come from Washington State. I cannot believe this. Well, the first one was from Yale. I go to Yale. (laughs) Is this your Yale impression? I poop in laundry machines at Yale. All right, so we're going from... Coprophilia to mechophilia. Now, Greg, let me tell you a little bit about what this is. It's like superphilia. Greg, over the last 45 years, a man by the name of Edward Smith has bedded nearly 1,000 lovers. A thousand lovers! But only one has been human. The rest have been cars. 
Oh, jeez. The 62-year-old man from Yelm, Washington, is what is deemed a mechaphile, meaning that he is sexually attracted to machines. His unusual conquests have included roaring Mustangs, luxury jack wires, and even attack helicopters. Edward Smith says, Some guys look at boobs and butts on beautiful women. I like to look at the front and the rear on beautiful cars. So... I wouldn't call that having lovers. Basically, the guy jacks off on cars. This is what essentially um, what he does. You're jacking off is his beautiful, sweet, sweet lovemaking. Okay. So why don't you open your mind a little bit? Let me sure. tell you a little bit about the story well, about how this came to be. Clearly oppressing this gentleman. Uh, Edward Smith, who first became attracted to machines in his teens, went on from there to have sexual relations with hundreds of vehicles and at his sexual peak with them was having sex with one a week. So basically, you'd come. Uh, these are just random cars he'd find. You'd come out to like those were dates, after being Greg. at work and be like, they "Oh, what the dates. fuck, dude? Get Open away from my mind. car!" Open your mind, oh. Greg. Well, Greg, he's decided now. He's declaring his joyriding days are over because he has committed himself to his long-term car lover that he hopes to be with forever, and he has named her Vanilla. She is a second-hand uh, Volkswagen Beetle that he bought. Many years ago Never buy a car from that dude uh, It's also uh, He also says though Although He loves his long term lover Vanilla the most uh, It is an open relationship And Edward also makes Sweet sweet love To his 1973 Opal GT Called Cinnamon And an 1193 Ford Ranger Called Splash But Vanilla is the one And Edward likes to Woo the white Colored hatchback With picnics And wine fueled dates He added when I hold vanilla in my arms, there's a powerful energy that comes from her, maybe her engine. Um, I would say it is extremely satisfying, but at times a little melancholy, because I know she cannot talk to me and tell me she feels the same way about me I do about her. But overall, I know she feels it, and I feel it, and it is intense. He added, if anything was ever to happen to my precious vanilla, I would be more than heartbroken. Edward wasn't always so open when it came to his car lovers, and he admits it was a struggle to come to terms with his feeling as a teenager. He remembers the first time he culled and kissed a car, a model James yeah. Bond Aston Martin as a youngster, before finally losing his virginity to a neighbor's Volkswagen Beetle. Are you kidding me? That's exactly what it says? That's exactly what it says. And he didn't lose his virginity! You mean the first time he jacked off on a car? And before finally was losing his, neighbor's his car. virginity. What a lovely neighbor. I'm sure this neighbor's, neighbor's excited to learn about this now. Because the neighbor's probably like, oh, wait a minute. I recognize his. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Carrie drives an old Oh, my Volkswagen Beetle. This guy was jacking off on my car. So the neighbors just found got a nice surprise about something from the past. Well, Edward Smith says about his love of cars, I know some people will see it as weird, but there are a lot of weird things in this world. Yeah, there I are. I am not hurting anybody, and I don't intend to hurt and anybody. something weird is masturbating on cars. Edward Smith has only slept with one human woman who he had a one-night stand with in San Francisco, but it had little to no impact on him. He admits to being tempted to stray sometimes with other cars, but now added, I know better than to pursue other people's private property without permission. So now he doesn't have sex with cars without the owner's knowledge. I will not deny, he goes on, that I look at other cars on the television or at car shows and still get those old impulses and desires. But those were the early days. Now I want to settle down with my true love, Vanilla. 
He added, there's something about her that I can't fully express on an emotional level, except it's very powerful and very sincere. I'm never ashamed and never awkward with my heart. I've never questioned myself. I just purely love her. The story of a man. What about all these poor people's cars? Surely he hasn't owned a thousand cars. Maybe he has. Maybe it's his thing. No. Once again, if you want to, uh, this guy lives in, uh, attention, Washington State listeners. Yeah, lives where? in Yelm, Washington. Where's that? Y-E-L-M, Washington. I don't know. Y-E-L-M? Y-E-L-M. All right. I don't know where that is, but. All right. Well, I need you to uh, pay attention because I have the best thing that you're going to hear today. All right. Over here. Greg, I saw this. Multiple people sent this to me. And here we go. Dateline, Washington County, Oregon. Greg? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. A naked man talking about Sasquatch used a rock to attack... No way. I saw this earlier. I was going to do a Squatch Watch on this. Oh. Well, people sent it to me. It's... it's, What is it? Is it Brother Crazy or Squatch Watch? I actually created something new just for this story. Are you kidding me? You're trying to steal this from me? Are you serious? Well, then, here, do you want to do it? No, here, you do the story, but if we're going to do that, we have to at least do... Well, you should have told me. Usually you tell me if you have a Squatch Watch. No, it was going to be a surprise because I redid something. Why would it be a surprise for me when you're the one that's obsessed with Squatches? Because I added an extra new element. All right, here, you can do it, but we got to play the... If you're going to do a Squatch story... Okay. We have to play a Squatch sounder. All right, I want to hear this new Squatch Well, sounder. it's just a little bit in. It's you just s- a little tweaked, tweak. You tweaked the Squatch a little? Little, Just tweaked it. A little, little tug and pull. All right, I'm ready. Tug. All right. Well, yeah, but you're playing your other... Well, I'm, I'm potting it down. Right. I'm, I'm waiting. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Was that you yelling Squatch? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, wow. Okay. Dateline, Washington County, Oregon. A naked man who might or might not be Greg Nibbler. Not quite sure. It's not me. Talking about Sasquatch, used a rock to attack a hunter in rural Washington County yesterday morning, deputies are saying, Greg. Investigators say the naked man hit the hunter repeatedly in the head with a rock, but the hunter managed to eventually fight off his attacker. He held the man at bay with his hunting rifle until deputies arrived. Greg, the hunter suffered broken fingers, a dislocated shoulder, and an eye injury, but will recover. Why didn't he just shoot him? I don't know. Maybe you wanted to find out. Squatch! Now, according to Sergeant Bob Ray with the Washington County Sheriff's Office, the attacker was identified as 20, uh, 20-year-old Linus Norgren of Banks, Oregon. Uh, Norgren is apparently a neighbor of the hunter that he attacked. So, uh, Norgren used an apple-sized rock to hit the hunter on the head and also tried to strangle him with a piece of clothing. Investigators say they aren't what? sure... What? They aren't sure why Norgren attacked the hunter or why, in fact, he was completely naked. The victim told police that Norgren 
kept yelling at him, making repeated Sasquatch references. Investigators say he was under the influence of something, but they haven't said what it was yet. The 58-year-old hunter, Jeff McDonald, who was attacked by the naked 20-year-old Linus Norgren, managed to call deputies... Once he had Norgren at bay, deputies and state police troopers searched for the heavily uh, searched the heavily wooded area after Norgren made a mistake, and they used air horns trying to find him. As they closed in on foot, the deputies heard the hunter blow a whistle. Okay, so no, right, so they had run into the woods to catch him. He had the gun on the naked Linus Norgren. He had to blow his hunting whistle so that the police could actually find out where he was okay. while the guy was yelling at him about squatches. Uh, so as the police closed in on the two on foot, uh, the deputies heard the hunter blow a whistle and eventually found him. The search took more than... Squatch! The search took more than 90 minutes because the forest was so thick and steep. McDonald is not an avid hunter, but he was out in the woods behind his neighborhood where he often hikes. McDonald and his accused attacker know each other, at least a little because they're neighbors. Uh, Norgren, apparently during the entire time The hunter was holding him at bay with the gun Kept screaming that he came from a long line of Sasquatches And that he shouldn't be killed In reality, Norgren's father is a well-known hallucinogenic mushroom picker He, uh, he sells non-hallucinogenic mushrooms on a street, sti- street side stand off of Highway 26 that's garnered national attention. No one was there and no one to ta- wanted to talk about it at their home when we went to the place that he said that he was uh, from the Sasquatches. He was arrested in... Tra- God damn it, Greg. He was arrested and uh, faces charges of assault, strangulation, and menacing. More charges could be filed as the investigation continues. His bail is set at $250,000. Wow. He's scheduled to be in court some point today. No more playing the Squatch Thunder, Greg. I don't think anyone's liking it anymore. Squatch! I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Oh my god, that's you ruined a perfectly good sounder. Never play that again. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. No. It's amazing. You peaked with the thick ass Judy. I don't think that you should be playing the squash sounder anymore. <laughs> well, you know what else is amazing? It is Friday. Yeah. Does it mean that it's. Fine? Oh god. Do we need to do that today? Should we do it today? I mean, the people do like science. I think maybe we should do it today. Did you want to do it today? Some science facts? Oh, God. Maybe we'll just do a couple. We'll do abbreviated science facts today. Okay. Two questions for Dr. Science, which means this. If you are listening live, go to funemploymentradio.com slash live because we are about to educate you or re-educate you. Uneducate you. However you may want to put it. Because Dr. Science is about to open up his mind and expel the truths and serums that come from it in just a moment. But you need to go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and put in your questions. Now! For Dr. Science. Whatever your questions are about the world or the universe, they shall be answered thusly. Let's go ahead and put those in. Sarah, we'll pull out a couple of questions. We're going to play a song, a song or two here while we do this. And then we'll be back All right. with science. Right here on Fun Employment Radio. Take up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 
Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. And this is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. <laughs> all right, got my stretches in. Oh, gross. I Get forgot stretched. about that. Stretching out my science brain. I don't know why, but that really just bothers me. Yeah. Well, that's because you're uh, against science. You hate education and learning. The guest Judy don't need that shit. I don't know who that is. All right. Oh, I'm feeling very science. Uh, get me, let me take my hat off there. Let my brain juices flow a little easier. Massage the Gross, scalp. Don't scratch your head. I'm going to massage the brain juices. Get them kick-started. Stop saying juices. All right, Greg, since we are running a little behind today, I did pull one question for you. Okay. I'm, I'm, who are you talking to? I don't know. I'm not quite sure what you were referencing there. First question comes from... First and only question today. First and only question for what? For who? It comes from Amy. Okay. Amy. Amy writes Dear Dr. Science Yes Dr. Science Why Yes Why do dogs Like to hump legs Dr. Science Why Yes Why do dogs like to hump legs? Why do dogs like to hump legs? You answer that burning question for everybody out there. All right. Well, let's get to the bottom line of this. Very good question, Amy. Very learned person, trying to learn more about her environment, being around animals. I'm sure she's been accosted by a dog possibly before. However, even in me just saying that, we're, we're kind of going through a fallacy of that statement. Accost is the wrong word. So let's go back to a little bit of evolutionary nature. And we'll talk about this. You know, of course, humans and dogs divulged on the evolutionary chain. Uh, Approximately, scientists have dated it approximately 2,700 years ago when dogs and humans split. Now, of course, there are the residual werewolves, but we won't get into that. When dogs split, what was the biggest difference between the two of them? What's the biggest difference between dogs and people, sir? They're dogs and we're humans? Wrong. The biggest difference is that we're taller than all of them, aren't we? Dogs are short. Now, because dogs are short, they've developed a bit of a complex. Now, dogs, while we uh, grew taller, some of us taller than others, although there's nothing wrong with that. Dogs, however, have suffered for hundreds of years. Over the fact that we are much taller than them. And over that hundreds of years, well, with their small dog brains, they've developed a bit of a complex. Now, what is the one common thing when dogs are attempting to, as you say, hump your leg? Generally, what are they doing? They're standing on their hind legs while they do that, don't they? So, in dog brains, here's where the problem is. Dogs have always felt inferior about this, about being shorter. What may seem to be them humping is actually not the case. In dog brains, they believe 
they're growing. And they're very excited about growing. So when they put their two, two uh, hind legs up on you, and they're tall, for that one moment, they're taller than they've been before, they get excited. And so the humping, that just kind of comes as a side stance. But really what it is, it's dogs for a split second feeling fantastic about themselves because they're so much taller than they ever were before. So this is why you shouldn't get upset when it happens. Let a dog experience that one amount of joy. Oh my while God. You're towering over, towering over them for their entire lives. Let them have that one moment of happiness when they think they're tall. And that is why dogs hump legs. We hope that solves your question, Amy. This has been Dr. Science. Yes! No! No. <laughs> oh my gosh, this week has just exhausted me. It's a lot going on. You spent 24 hours as thick-ass Judy. Thick-ass Judy, the, she's pretty exhausting, I've got to say. You juice enough clowns, everybody gets tired. Really? Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Of note, coming up will be uh, B-Sides and Besides. After we're done, it's going to be a B-Sides weekend. So um, B-Sides will be the replay show on the network this weekend. If you're a live subscriber, go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe if you're not and sign up. And also you'll get to hear live tomorrow, Rip City Bad Boys. Mm. Uh, Right about noon o'clock here, uh, noon o'clock Pacific, Mm. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So Tristan and Keelan will be in here. And... um, couple things of note on monday sarah is going to be working it for big ass sandwiches again yes i'm doing so, i'm doing a two first so i will not be in studio on monday you will not be in studio on monday however i've already spoken with aaron we've got something uh we got a good show lined up oh boy oh, it's gonna get uh it's gonna get awesome it's gonna get a little paranormal in here uh so uh aaron will be in here on monday with me also um may or may not have an announcement on monday Oh, I think Sarah might know what I'm talking about. I think I do know what you're talking about. So, an announcement on Monday, right here on Fun Employment Radio. So you'll have to tune in. Oh, I'm kind of bummed that I can't be here for that. Well, I'm bummed that I can't be here for the show. Anyway, I know, but but I mean, I don't know what else. But it's announcements have to be made. They do have to be made. They have to be made. Okay. Yes. Um, you guys are awesome for listening to our show. And one other way we can know that you're awesome is that if you're going to buy anything from Amazon.com, wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening to this right now, anytime you buy something from Amazon, please go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and just click on that Amazon link. One extra click. That's it. It costs you nothing more than you were going to spend on Amazon already. But it helps us out. It helps us out. Uh, I'm st- I'm nervous about these burns. Yeah. I don't want to get burns on, on Sunday. Good luck to you. Don't throw hot grease on me. I'll try not to. It's very tempting, though. I mean, you should see the way you Don't throw hot grease on me. (laughs) Please don't throw hot grease on me. Don't throw me in the trash. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much, everyone. You guys are awesome. Uh, B-Sides and Subsides coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. (laughs) You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.